Okay, welcome, Gina. Thank you very much for joining me today on our Summerford Associates podcast. Thank, Thank you for having me. As someone really interesting like yourself um, to discuss the issues you're having in the industry at the moment. So I should say to people who are listening, you're a CDIO of the Ministry of Justice and um, you've had a really interesting background as well through um, financial services. So what we were hoping to talk about was generic challenges that all CIOs face um, from your perspective, um, which I think would be really interesting, especially as you've kind of crossed public, private and, and um, have that kind of variety of experience. Now, um, I don't know if there's a little, I don't know, a meeting place in London where CIOs meet and can moan about what all issues they have or some sort of club. Do you know of any of things like that? Um, I, you know, I don't. I mean, we do across government have um, have a, a formal CDIOs meeting, um, you know, where we where we talk about things like cross government strategy, um, and then we have an informal um, kind of drop in um, hour once a month where we can go and, and and just have a chat and and kind of walk away thinking think it you know j just knowing that you're not um completely insane or completely incompetent which is nice yeah that is lovely i mean we did a we did an event last week um which was a lot of CISOs in the room and mm -hmm. a, a few people came up afterwards and said it was really nice to hear that they're dealing with this as well and yeah. they were talking about how to not be like the naysayers um of the of the company and to have like that um security responsibility sort of filtered out across lots of different parts of the business, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll, I, I'm sure we'll probably end up talking about security as well um, in small form because it will overlap. So um, tell me about your background, if you will. So um, my background is I studied computer science at university and my first role was as a software developer and um, I, I didn't really enjoy it, I have to say. Um, and I kind of uh, went, um, did, did a few other things, but then ended up in uh, financial services um, where I was, I've, I've always worked in and around um, uh, technology um, functions and technology programs, technology change delivery. Um, but I did a, a range of roles from um, kind of um, program delivery um, to through to commercial um, type roles. Um, so I worked for um, Lloyd's and I worked for Barclays Capital and then I went to the regulator. So that was my first, that, that was kind of um, stepping stone, I guess, um, bef before I moved into, into civil service. Um, and I actually joined the civil service in the uh, commercial function um, rather than the digital um, function to start with. Um, spent about a year doing that. Um, I didn't love it um, and, and, and ended up back in, in, in technology. It's like a magnet. You can't escape. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently not. <laughs> no, that's brilliant though. So you really have gone, um, I suppose financial services is still highly regulated, yes, um, but I presume it's a lot faster technically. It, it, it is and it isn't. I, I think there's something about, uh, you know, any, lar any big complex organisation, I think, is going to have 
um, governance, particularly those that are regulated. Mm. Um, and and so and so, you know, the pace of change there isn't necessarily um, super fast. Mm. Um, so 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 yes, yeah, so, so I, there are similarities. Um, although there are times in civil service where I, you know, where you kind of look at a process and think, why is it taking this long? It wouldn't take this long in a commercial organisation, mm. um, where you know people are worried about um, are worried about profits and and, and shareholders. Mm. Yeah. So those are the kind of generic differences. As a CIO in both places, what what's what challenges can everyone face, do you reckon? So so we've just um we just set out our strategy um, for for 2025, our, our digital strategy for the MOJ, um, and and when I when I launched it online, I did say, look, you're not going to see anything kind of um, different, or um, or um, you're not really going to learn anything necessarily new that the other organisations. Um, uh, aren't already um, thinking about um, mm. because I think that there are lots of challenges that we face that are faced by um, other uh, other big complex organisations um, like the banks that I worked in, um, and and the first of those um, is is tech debt. Um, so we've got a lot of legacy technology, um, and and some of that's some of that's old technology, some of that's not that old technology, but um, it just goes you know, so fast. <laughs> it's yeah, and and. Uh, and you know, it might be that somebody else built it. We don't understand it. We don't have the right capabilities to to look after it. Um, it's not been invested in and looked after properly. Um, so 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 we've got um, a big challenge in terms of of legacy technology, and that that um, limits our ability to respond to change. Um, and and I think that's a, a common um a, a common theme, a, a common problem. Yeah. So um, do you have quite a complex IT estate then um, across? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So Was that an understatement? <laughs> yeah, I, I laugh nervously. Um, I I thought I'd seen complexity before I, you know, joined um, government. So, you were working for for, for big um, uh, global banks. You, you think you've seen complexity, and then and then, kind of, I remember joining government and thinking, well, wow, this is um. It's just a different level. It's a different scale. Um, our IT estates. We've got over eight hundred services. Mm-hmm. Um, we um, provide services to um, over 86,000 colleagues across 100 locations across the country, plus um, the public, um, so millions of public users as well. Oh. Um, and and um, we are th- we're actually the Ministry of Justice has 13 different organisations, um, each with their own um, each with their own chief executive and board um, and governance, etc. Um, oh. So so 13 organisations, 800 services, 100 locations. Um, but then when you kind of dig underneath that, we have 80 different IT environments um, which you know for 13 different organizations is obviously excessive mm-hmm. um, but but that's you know it, it's come about through um, organic growth and and and, yeah. and parts of the organization splitting up and coming together and and and, and um and and uh, yeah, yeah so, so, so it's, it's grown organically so we could see that happen like if I had um yeah. if I was one of the 13 CI CEOs I would Think about like if I want to just do something quickly, I would just set it up. And so yeah. I can imagine the number of times so every year, perhaps, yeah. that um, without having to go through the other 13. But yeah. you, you're across all of it, right? So there should be an information kind of, um, I don't know, function across everything. 
So, so we are, um, I am responsible for, for providing services to all of those people, um, but we do have a separate digital function for our courts and tribunal service. Um, so we provide all of their infrastructure, their end user computing, um, and, um, and, and they, um, they look after their, their own um, software that's specific to courts. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So, so, so that bit's carved out. Um, but, but, but yeah. I mean, the the, the complexity's kind of you know grown yeah. um, organically. We've we've got two hundred and twenty domain names um, as, as as an organisation. Um, it's just you know once once you start kind of kind of digging you, and, and and take a step back and look at it, it is it is more complicated than it needs to be, mm-hmm. despite the complexity of the organisation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so one of the things that we need to do is is make sure that we um, that we reduce that complexity over time. Well, I guess the first step is to know that. It, you you listed off as very clearly, but I bet it took a while to understand how many services you have and how many how how many names you have, domains and things like that. And you know, rooting out Bob in I don't know Lancaster, who yeah. who knows it all. <laughs> Some I don't know. It it it, it did, and, and it's a constant. Um, and it's a constant and ongoing, um, yeah. maybe battles, battles are too strong a word, but with 86,000 people um, that can go and, um, you know, buy services um, uh, either, either directly or, or, or through suppliers, it's it, it's not, it's it's difficult to, to, to keep on top of. Yeah. Um, and, and so one of the things that we're now doing is, um, is well, two things that we're doing. One, we're, um, we are um, getting better at, at, at asset management and understanding that part of mm-hmm. our estate um, but we're also um, starting to um, build enterprise architecture capability so that we understand our estate better and and, and how it's um how it um how it interconnects um, and 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 putting some some um governance and proportionate governance around um around new technology yeah so not putting a stopper onto new stuff, but having guidance around yeah, it. And absolutely, th- these are things yeah. we tend to code in because X, Y, Z. Yeah. And, and and actually, we've already got ten of these, so m- 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 maybe we can use one of them. For one of those might work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's understanding that the 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 kind of costs behind starting a new area. Like in simple terms, say if you have AWS, then you decide to have GCP as well. There is still quite a lot of um, people skills that you need to upskill in. You, you know, there's there's what, and even as simple as oh, I'm going to write this bespoke app in Java instead. I, I don't know, maybe yeah. So yeah, you're trying absolutely. to get that kind of guidance across everything. Leaves yes. us over to people. Guardrails, guardrails. Guard yeah. So um. <laughs> People, people are super, super important, right? Um, And that enterprise architecture is really just enabling a more consistent approach by people of your, what are, how many people did you say? 86,000 people? 86,000 people across the organization. Obviously, but like, crikey, no, 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 no. So they're all like (laughs) service consumers in some way. Uh, They they are, yeah. So, so that 86,000 includes, um, it it includes kind of head office um, type people. It includes um, my teams, um, but it also includes prison officers, um, probation officers, um, court clerks. Um, So, so so there's a a, a real range of, um, of users. Yeah, uh, internally, uh, 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 and and that's before you get to external users. 
oh contractors as well um yeah, yeah. so you know externally um legal aid providers and um, yep. use our services um uh, we've got um the judiciary use our services um our services link to police and and, and cps um for, for obvious reasons mm-hmm. um and um and, and then we've got um members of the public so whether that's members of the public that are applying for legal aid um or criminal injuries compensation um or lasting power of attorney um, or people that are um, that are using our, our court services, we've we've got a we've got a, a real kind of broad range of, of users, um, and, and actually now we've got um, prisoners um, are users of our of our IT services as well. Oh wow, okay. Do people use portals for this sort of thing, or so it it, it varies hugely um, across the different parts of our business. Um, yeah. We 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 do too much on email, and and I think you know uh, mm-hmm. t- traditionally. Um, parts of our organization have run on kind of you know shared mailboxes and and and, and, and email mm-hmm. um, and 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 we uh, we've we're kind of slowly but surely moving away from that um, yeah. and and then you kind of so so we range from that um all the way through to um you know really big complex monolithic systems um mm-hmm. with um with kind of um front end portals that, that allow for example legal aid providers to um to to, to send information or get paid mm-hmm. um um, and, and then it's through to um, our more more recent services that we've been building, which are kind of you know online um, digital gov.uk um, yeah. type type services. So the ways of working then, <laughs> yes, and, and securing all of that. Um, yeah. Are you lucky enough to have this kind of um, security responsibilities, or um, do you have a partner in crime for that? I have the right way of saying it. <laughs> A, a Robin to your Batman or something like that. I yes, I I do. So so we do have a um, a, a separate um, head of security in in, in the uh, in the department that is responsible for um, security across the piece. Um, so in, including physical security, um, in, including um, uh, including cyber security. Yeah, including information security and information management as well. Mm. Um, so, so, so yeah, so, so that responsibility is um, thankfully um, shared rather than yeah. uh, rather than all mine. Yeah. So, so then we're into we've got your tech debt challenge, which mm-hmm. everyone will have. I mean, yeah. especially the way you explained it, like you could be a you could be a franchise like co-op and have that kind of structure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, enterprise architecture, trying to kind of plan that and guide guide rails, and then how? Uh, what about the people who are in your team and um, like ways of work, finding people? Do you have challenges there? Yeah. So, so, so there's there's kind of two aspects to my to to, to our strategy around um, around people, mm-hmm. um, and and the first of those um, the first of those is around ways of working, and so um, and, and I'm going to generalise here horribly, so. So typically, the way that we um, in the MOJ and more broadly across government, and actually similarly in financial services, um, work is that somebody writes some policy, um, and, and and that policy is usually um, really complex, um, and and then that's handed over to operational colleagues to to put processes around um, and, and to create. Um, to, to, to create the, the the ways of working the processes etc to, to, to be able to run uh, to, to be able to implement that policy mm-hmm. um, and and then someone comes along and says oh those IT people we should probably speak to them right. um, to see if they can put some technology around this to make it simpler um, and and the answer is no we can't make it simpler at that point because 
the complexity was created at the point that the policy was created. Um, and, and, and so if we really want to get out of that tech debt cycle and get away from building technology that's really complicated and really um, expensive to, to run, maintain, change, we've got to change the way that we develop policy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to develop policy in a way that is implementable, that can be implemented, implementable, yeah. I'm not sure that's a word, um, that, that, can be, <laughs> that can be implemented yeah. um, easily um, through through technology. And, and so, um, and, and, you know, we've got one part of our organization where we are doing that um, and, and we're really seeing the benefits of, of doing that. Yeah, I can um, imagine. And and so 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 that's so, so that's a really that's a really important um, strand of our strategy for me because did you like pilot it? Sorry, Gina, did you like pilot it with like a, a part of your organisation and got them to be in the room? Um, so so we have a part of the organisation um, called the Office of the Public Guardian, um, and they're. Um, they're responsible for um, guardianship for um, for for those um, that are um, that aren't able to to look after their own um, affairs, and and as part of the original um, GDS government digital service exemplars, um, the the OPG was was one of those, mm. um, and 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 so you know it's it's taken it's taken a long time um, and 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 you know experimentation to 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 get to a point where um, we've got genuinely digital teams and operational teams and policy um, teams working together to implement policy in a way that can be easily implemented operationally and digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, um, and, and, and it's, it's brilliant to see, um, but it is a completely different way of working. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's true multidisciplinary teams um, and it's really focused on, on, the, on the end user yeah um of, of the service um and so so, so yeah so that, so that's our best example um and and the most mature kind of um part of our organization and, and in part because you know in large part because it was the first digital team that was set up it's, it's been around for, for longer than our other uh, than our other um teams have um so so, so yeah that that that's that's the goal is 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 to get um to to those ways of of working which which obviously you know isn't isn't easy um no and and then and then kind of the other um, people element in our strategy is around building capability. So, you know, we have, um, even before COVID, we used to have conversations about the fact that it was, it was really difficult to recruit digital people. There weren't enough digital, mm-hmm. you know, not enough digital skills um, in, in, in the country. Um, and, and then COVID hit and, and it's obviously gotten a lot, a lot worse. And it's still bad. Like I'm still totally baffled by why, why COVID was the driver for, for technology up to, I mean, yeah, logically, yes, I, I can see why, but, but, you know, for, I, I don't understand why technology wasn't a bigger thing in people's minds before 2020. Yeah. Um, you did so, like a shock to make it happen, right? It, it, exactly. Baffling, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, so, so yeah, so now we've got a marketplace that is just so competitive. Mm-hmm. There aren't enough skill set. There aren't enough um, digital skills, um, you know, in our organisation and government in, in the country, in the world. I know that sounds melodramatic, but 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 it's sadly true. I have um, a theory on this, though. I feel like it's IT is newish, digital is a newish sort of um, sector, right? Um, yeah. No, but it's really not as visible. People are frightened of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, people can't see in front of their faces what they're producing so much. I think that people assume that in order to 
to do in order to work in, in digital you've got to be really technical and some people do absolutely and 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 some people don't and and I think uh, yeah I, I think people are put off by that and 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 I think we need different ways of of people understanding um what roles they could do in in, in digital teams but also mm-hmm. you know whether they actually do have um the, the ability to be a, a developer it's you know in, in a way it's quite a creative role yeah um, and 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 so so and i'm not sure that, that that's kind of necessarily known and, and, and understood kind of more more broadly mm-hmm. um so so there is something about um you know we we've got to work out what our um what our proposition is because we're never going to pay you know we're never going to pay the highest salaries in, in, in the civil service so so we've got to, to to work out what our employee proposition is mm. um, and 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 how we uh, think about how we attract and retain people but but more broadly we need to think about how we create capability um and and if i go back to the opg um many of uh, many of the people in that team actually came from um the operational parts of the of the opg itself mm-hmm. um and 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 so you know we've we've built teams that have got people um that 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 really know what the service is and needs to be um, and and that's and, and that's really helped delivery there so we need to be thinking about how we do that more um, but and I think we also need to be thinking about how we you know adapt um new technologies to 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 create less um to, to create less demand for skills that aren't available as, as well so yeah. so um yes yeah, so, so that th- there's a lot in there I think in terms of of building capability yeah that's that's going to be across everyone and it's so interesting for for anyone working in the industry I mean yes I I agree I was doing I did um, manufacturing engineering as a as a degree Uh which is pretty technical as well Mm -hmm. but there's so many parallels with like this I the way we use people or try and reskill people um and also try and um design for the customer design for manufacture and it's just I wish there were more parallels made between the car manufacturers and and people who've been manufacturing things really well to IT manufacturing or code manufacturing because yeah. it's it's a very similar problem just can't see it quite as much. It, it, it is yes, it is, um, and I think that the, the last kind of uh, bit around capability is I still uh, yeah I still have conversations with people that um that think oh yeah you're the you're, you're the you're the head of it okay so you're the people that you know come with the the screwdrivers and the cables and and, and stuff oh, do you um, and I, I'm, I'm not kidding and i just and and you know it was the same in the last organization i worked in and, and, and the one before and um and, and i think that there's still a lack of understanding um of of what digital is um and 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 what um our teams do as well um, and so there's a digital literacy part i think in terms of in terms of educating the organization more broadly and the leadership of the organization more broadly um around uh, around um uh, you know what, what digital is and, and what benefits it can bring to the organization mm, yeah so the the everyone working in the organization understands how the information section has enabled their work um, in more ways than providing a keyboard and a monitor yeah many many more ways mm-hmm. yeah and we do have we do have one more strand um it's the so, so the, the the kind of final strand is is around data um so um we have and, and you know again in, in common with 
many organizations, we have lots and lots and lots of data. Um, and that data sits across um, multiple systems across the organization. Um, sometimes we've got the same information um, about um, individuals, about cases that's in, in different systems and looks slightly different. Um, and, and therefore, you know, we we don't have uh, confidence in, 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 in kind of, you know, which is the right version of the truth. Um, and we have a lot of, of, of information on paper. Like I, more, uh, there is more paper in this organization than I've ever seen in my entire life. We've got, um, we've got scanners that are, that are um, about the size of my car. Wow. Um, and uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't have a big car, but I don't have a small car either. Um, so, so, so yeah, it's just, it is, it, it, there is still a lot of paper-driven process in this organisation, mm-hmm. um, and and you know we're an organisation that needs to be making decisions based on data, whether that's you know a legal aid application or criminal injuries co- um, compensation application, or whether it's um, a decision in a in a, in a court, um, or you know many um, whether it's decisions about um, what interventions um, we put in place for a particular um, prisoner, um, we need data to make those decisions, and and at the moment we have that data somewhere in the organization um but what we can't do is is join it up easily what we can't do is make it available to those people um that that, that needs that information to, to to be able to um to be able to make the right decisions um and and so so, so the, the the last um strand of our strategy is 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 around is around that how, how do we how do we um, create the ability um, for, uh, for for, the, for that information to be available um, for, for the right people at the right time. Um, and then that kind of dovetails nicely in with our soon-to-be-launched data strategy, um, which our, our data analytics um, team owns. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, their strategies about what, what, what do we do with that data? How do we use that data? Um, but, but for me, it's about how do we make that data available? At the right time, to the right people, without duplicating anything yeah. and then having another version of the truth somewhere absolutely yeah oh gosh that's that underrides all of these processes doesn't it the tech it, it, and the people one it's uh it, it, it does it, it does yeah and it's um uh, yeah it's 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 really it's it's really really important and it's it, it's it, it must be so frustrating for colleagues um operational colleagues that that um that know that somewhere in this organization we have the information that they want um but they just don't have it right there and then when they need it yeah, yeah, I can imagine I'd pull my hair out. Um, good, but then yet another reason they're so valuable. <laughs> Stick with it. No, so you're you're really thinking of how to enable them better with the data yeah. that we've got. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. So I think this will be just fascinating listening. I've found it fascinating myself to just sort of sit in your shoes for um, you know. A few short minutes and kind of uh, understand the challenges that you're having. Um, so thank you so much for sharing all of those. Um, no problem at all. Hopefully for other CIOs out there, it might feel like a little, uh, you know, exclusive club that they've been able to hear <laughs> the, the challenges <laughs> that someone else is having too. Um, but yeah, what would you, what would be your takeaway for someone listening? Um, I guess a couple of things. I don't think that, you know, as I said at the top, I don't think that our problems are are, are unique, and I think that um, I think that many others are are facing the, the same issues. Um, but but I think I've laid out a bunch of challenges, um, but with challenge comes opportunity, right? Mm. Um, and and so and and for, for me that that's that that's 
that's in part what keeps me in this role. The other, the other part is our, is, is our mission. But, um, but, but yeah, I, you know, there's just so much opportunity to to, uh, to, to change and improve, yeah, um, our our services and therefore the service that we that, that we provide to, to to the public ultimately, um, which which is incredibly exciting. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I've spent many many years, um, trying to get away from from this industry and ended up right back in it. <laughs> um, and 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 I love it. Yeah, uh, just you know, so much potential. Yeah, yeah. If you can harness all of those um, challenges and make it, it's everything that you talked about for that successful pilot. I've forgotten the acronym, sorry. Um, which is all about making people better able to reach and, the care they need, and that's all ab- you need. Absolutely. And 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 you you know you said what was what would be my one takeaway? My one takeaway is I don't think it's about the technology; it's about the people and the ways of working. Right? It's yeah. about um, and uh, that that that's the really important part. The, the technologies, the the technology is and should be the easy part. Um, that the hard part is is, is the people and, and, and change. Mm. So don't ignore the people, don't both the customers the and the <laughs> and, and the people who are going to have to make this work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Good takeaway. Oh, Gina, thank you very much for um, taking the time to speak to me today. And no I love to speak to you in 2025, maybe before then, <laughs> to see how it went. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> but really cool. Absolutely. Thank you very much. No, thank you.